Hello and welcome back to I'm Glad You Exist. I am your host, John Leo. On today's episode, I'm joined by Louis Walker, a photographer and aspiring rapper who, if you're listening to this as it's released, is right on the cusp of finishing his degree. That last part is important because Louis is part of the unlucky cohort that began their magical trip to university only for a global pandemic-related lockdown to scupper all of that socialising and partying and everything else in between that validates the cost of higher education these days. We chat about what the experience of university education, whilst either stuck in halls or back at home, feels like, how it impacted his art, mental health, including but not limited to discussion around suicide, so be mindful of that if you listen further, and what aspirations Louis has towards a career in the creative industry. Fun fact, Louis was one of my very first students when I taught an evening course in photography several years ago. A big learning experience for both of us, I'm sure. It was great to catch up with Louis, and if you want to find out more about him and his creative endeavours, you can follow him on Instagram at SkywalkerBaby. That's SkywalkerBaby with four Ys at the end. And you can find his music on Spotify by searching Skywalker, where the S is a dollar sign. I never feel older than hearing myself back describing things like this. Double fun fact, I bought a skateboard a couple of days ago, embracing my autonomic freedom or incredibly unsubtle cry for help. Who knows, but we'll wait and see. And if you're so inclined, you can follow me on Instagram at JohnLeo. Righto then, let's get into it and find out why I'm glad Louis Walker exists. Sounds good. Crack that window. Yeah, you want to get the background noise in? I know my audio stuff. So, ooh, where to begin then? So, I guess the end of uni for you and your the generation that had it ruined by covid yeah kind of yeah pretty much so <laughs> like if you had to rate uni then what would you okay so Good, it's, it's, okay yeah I've, I, it's, it's, it's a great question because i go into so much detail with it you know like at this point now i've overcome so much obstacles and i really think if it wasn't for what happened i probably wouldn't like i'm 20 right but i f- i just feel kind of just white like, just i don't know like, i just feel wise i feel like i've been through quite a lot of stuff mm. and i feel like having that experience now looking back and the kind of the dark times that i did have when it was locked down i was there wasn't anyone i could reach out to when i was i was it was it was really hard at the time especially mm. last year and even even last year i'm talking in terms of academic year it's my second year you know um and even the start of my third year which obviously from october september time onwards um it, it's been very it's been very challenging you know but i feel like that's what life is about really and you can't always just have good times you've got mm. to kind of like defe- defeat the obstacles yeah that's true but then also i'd say first year of uni is well, I'm just gonna get drunk all the time, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah. like, did that? Do you I mean, get to enjoy I mean, that? yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, I did. But that, like, that never really worked out very well for me. In terms right, of like, okay. like, I, I, I'm someone that really kind of needs to just like stay on top of myself and like oh, okay. being 18 and going to like going to uni and kind of getting away from my parents. It was, it was like, a, it was, it was like you kind of really do suffer because you think it's all about that, and that's kind of yeah, what all right. I was doing. I just wasn't doing the work, I and mean, you just don't really know where you are with yourself. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, so one of the 
one of the things I've always understood from uni is the first year, it's just like your foundation year. Right. It's just, can you deal with uni? Like, it doesn't matter, like, what you get in that first year. Yeah. You've just got to show that you can get past it. 100%. So, and it is a thing, like, especially from Jersey, it is living away f- from parents for the first time. Yeah, like, It's massive. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, as, as you say, you know, the first year, it's, it's kind of just about about getting through just to see if you can, you know, cope on your own. And mm. I, I don't know if I, I, don't, I think, I, I think I only really cope because in that first year I did actually have some good people around me and like mm. I did make some good friends and I had, I had my mate Max from Jersey with me and my mate Billy as well. Shout out to him. Um, he, he's been a brother to me, you know, ever, ever, ever since I met him and, you know, having those friends around in first year, what was the game changer? What was the, but what, but what changed the game was not having people around and not being able to hang out with them in the lockdown. So that mm. that's where, you know, that's where the shift really started. I think, I feel like it was just having the friends around me. And even though I wasn't really working very hard, that was just kind of, it just bring a lot of peace in my life and, you know, yeah. hanging around with good people, really. So how many, how many months are you at uni before lockdown happens? I was, I was, I was, I think I was at uni for six months, maybe. So I think we started... It must be. I think. I think. I think it was the twelfth of September. I, I don't know how I remember that, but <laughs> I think it was the twelfth of September, okay. really and truly. Um, and then until I think it was just after February, so March. I think mid March. So mm. I don't know how much months that is. I don't want to guess yeah, that because yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to say. Yeah. So so from then, you know, I don't know, six months or some five six months or something like that. You know, it was the struggle, wasn't it? Because it was. So for you, September through to lockdown is like the shit months yeah and yeah whether it's just okay and, that, and that's the thing as well with Bournemouth because it's on a beach and stuff and you yeah. know it's actually it's actually kind of a vibe in a way you know like it's not it's probably not as nice as Jersey but still you've got the beach and you can kind of you know of course, it's kind yeah. of outdoorsy in a way yeah, yeah. but then like I've, yeah we just didn't really get to experience that and that no, that was definitely a bit of a you know a bit of a spanner in the works mm. to, if I'm going to be honest with you so you you were in Halls first year yeah I was in Halls first year yeah. so, so what was lockdown like for that because like I, we're sat in my flat right now right. when lockdown happened it was just you've got to stay inside yeah. you can go out for like what was like an hour a day or something <laughs> so weird it was. <laughs> but like living in Halls I mean you're literally you're in a bedroom in a shared so, kitchen how, so, how does that work so it's so pretty much kind of there, I wasn't in Halls in terms of as soon as lockdown happened, I was only there for like a kind of a week or so just because like, I don't know, like my parents were just kind of like, yeah, let's just get back. We just don't really know what's going on. And it was, oh, okay. I think it was I th- actually, I think, no, 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 no. What it was, it, it was actually approaching Easter, Easter holidays. I'm pretty sure it was. And I was going back for Easter anyway. And then we thought it was going to blow over in like a few weeks yeah, or something. Yeah. And obviously not. Mm. And then I just didn't return from Easter pretty much. Wow. So that's kind of, that was kind of first year really. Um, so you spent most of your first year not even in Bournemouth. Pretty much, yeah. Well, actually, so no, no. I spent, I did spend, I spent two times. I might, it might yeah. have been a little bit more than I thought. And then the last time I wasn't there. Oh, okay. Um, but I'm just so happy, like that's passed because it was just, it was just such a, everything was such yeah. a learning curve, and it was just, you know, it, trying to find yourself after 18 and trying to like do, go, go and you find your own route. And it's, even as an artist, like mm. a musician as well, it's, it's kind of, it, it's hard to find. You know, it takes a few years of kind of like quite pain and hardship to kind of really, I don't know, just kind of grow. You know, mm. you, you've definitely experienced that probably. Well, I guess with because you were doing photography at uni. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, uni, sure. So that is very much something like you can take that kind of with you. Yeah. Can't, you don't need to be in a classroom to do photography as opposed to like maybe other subjects. So was there at least a little bit of a... what? 
I guess that's the tricky thing as well. Is like you're paying so much to go to uni, right? You're not there, but you're still doing it. And it's like, why am I paying for this? <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If it wasn't for my parents who support me mm. and um, like in every way and just back me to to kind of achieve, you know, highly, you know, at school especially, they're always backing me. And it's the same. It's just, it's kind of the same as well. Um, and if and if it wasn't for them, I would have I would have dropped out ages ago, you know, yeah. and just pursued music purely. But yeah, it was it was I just felt like a waste of time. If I'm going to be honest with you, and doing a photography project from your bedroom is a lot harder than it seems. Mm. You know, like I've seen your stuff and you've done some. I'm, I'm, I've seen some. I remember those cool like montages you've done your couch and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I seen like you <laughs> like you know how to, you know how to like I got pretty creative with it. But I guess I guess it the first few months it kind of tests your creativity but then after a few months like it's hard to fucking like find creativity really like of being course, in your being yeah. in a room or getting an hour of walk a day or, and you know what like like just recently i've just i've just realized and you know it's, it, being around good people and people you love and people you know that that's kind of that means everything and and you kind of and if you're not around people it's hard mm. to find inspiration as a human you know what i'm saying yeah massively because i think you know the shots that i was doing like my isolation isolation yeah project yeah that happened i like those ones well it was just like that was just for me for something to do right yeah yeah i can't imagine the difference if it was like right i'm doing this as part of my university course which costs nine grand a year Straight. i think i'd i'd be pissed off one more stress like stress <laughs> and stress in a way um but i don't know it's just it was just really kind of forcing i don't know like it was just it was just it was just uh you know what i mean uh like <laughs> i don't know like i wasn't i just wasn't really like earning any money or anything yeah, and like i was yeah. just kind of like going broke and just i don't know like as as i say you know i've, I've from me now two years ago the difference is crazy and like we, we probably haven't had really like a chat in, mm. in so long so it's um the difference that two years can make your life is crazy and you know like like something that i do want to talk about as well is kind of in, in terms of like the mental health aspects of things as well like you know this time last year I really was just in a bad place and you know get, you know, th getting things like you know suicidal thoughts and all this stuff mm. that can happen as a result of not being around people and mm. kind of feeling neglected you know it, it can really like things can really t turn around in a matter of a year or so so Hugely. you've just got to yeah because for me the value in university especially from Jersey is right living away from your parents Facts. living in a different part of the world and it's it's personal development. It's Facts. it's those few years where you actually get to just it's 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 all about you. It gets to, it's supposed to be selfish. Like yeah, you shouldn't 100%. be going to university and being like I'm I'm just looking out for my mates. Yeah, right? yeah. It doesn't mean you're not, but it yeah. means like you're focusing on yourself. And quite frankly, even if you shank the course, but you come out of it the other end. That, being that's a good. Like, that's a good descriptive <laughs> word. That's a very good descriptive <laughs> word. <laughs> but if you've learned a lot about yourself and you're like. So for, I've spoken about it so right. candidly that people are probably sick of hearing about it. But <laughs> like second year of uni, I got depression. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did. Yeah, like, yeah. It's same, weird, same, but same, same. But I, I'm glad that I went through it. I'm glad that, that I developed. If uni had just been easy, I don't know if I'd value it as much. If, if it was easy, it'd probably be, life would probably be a lot harder after. So yeah, it kind of, it's, a, it's a balance, you know, like as, mm. as, as you said with that, you know, you're happy you had that depression. And same, I had the, I, had, I was really kind of really ill mm. like in terms of like, I just, like, I just don't know what was going on. My head was all over the place and like, you know, I've, I made a lot of music that time and I have released a lot of it. Um, and it, it kind of, it, you can kind of hear it in my voice and sometimes, and you know, it, it really just kind of shows how, you know, you know 
having that time and then compared to now the stuff I'm even working on and just the way I approach myself I'm just I am the person I am because of that and mm. it's probably the same as you as well you know so do you think because again so you you've gone to university to do photography but you're also working on music at the same time and I'd, right. I'd say that from appearances it's music that matters a bit more to you than photography oh, 100% 100% so do you think that the negative experiences you were experiencing through uni you're pushing that into your music more than your photography a hundred percent you know like i i think um i think now i'm because i've read i've, I've done hundreds of hours of reading photography books i i can now know how I, back then a hundred percent i just knew how to be more expressive than my music um but like now it, it's got to a point really where I've, i know so much about photography i've studied it so much yeah. and you know i've read so much books about it and I've just I've I've I have really put in the work this year. It it's kind of they're both really they're both. It, I can express myself very well through either or you know, mm. and it's a very different way of expression. But what what's good about the course that I'm on actually in Bournemouth, and I'm only twenty, so it could probably would have been a better idea to maybe study when I'm a bit older, so I can understand the value of it, right? Mm. But um, is it's such a free course, and I'm pretty much doing my music with, on the photography course, and the the way I'm doing that is I'm making songs, right, and then. I'm pretty much capturing the photograph to describe that song. And I, I had some really cool realizations last night how I'm gonna set up. But yeah, it's um yeah, that's hmm. yeah. I guess that's that's the the benefit of a photography course is there is that freedom to to interlock. Oh my I, God. I, I can't imagine any two people on your photography course are doing the same project, right? It's everyone is doing something like my project is it's like it's just it's crazy. Like I've just combined so much different things like don't know if you've heard of Jack Kerouac on the road. No. That's that's an it's an interesting read. Maybe maybe have a look at that at some point. But I've just been like looking at so much like I don't know old like journeys or on the road in America and like trips and stuff. And I've mm. just and like like I've I've been combining it with following the footsteps of my favorite artists and like I've just created this like multimedia project which is just cut from so much different angles and yeah you know and it just comes from like really just putting the work and you know really getting getting those you know thousands of hours in mm. really like yeah. you know and then creating a project so yeah as you, as you say it's so there's so much freedom everyone's doing their own thing and and that's that's kind of beautiful to be honest with you when. You decide to go to university. Did right. you have a an idea of what that was going to lead to, or was it just go to university because that seems to be that's what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's actually so true because I was, as I say, I'm just, like I was 18, and the difference, as I, as I had mentioned previously, right, the, the difference is, is massive now. But I just had no idea. Like, like I went, like I, I kind of just regularly remember my last year of school, kind of just like. Like how much money can I make as a photographer? And mm-hmm. it just wasn't really that good. I, I just I was I, I it was all about how much money can I make from something. So I just didn't really know the value of you know having a passion or something. And so to, to be honest with you, that was just that was just what was going on at the time. That was just that was warning at the time. If I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and like I was I was doing well on my A level. You know, like I, I worked with you on that. Shout out to you. <laughs> Def, definitely definitely pushed me at some points, and I, I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a case of that was that was what was going on, and like that's what I wanted. To do. That's what everyone was doing, you know, and. Yeah, I think it was. I think now it was the best decision. But if you asked me that six months ago, I probably said it wasn't. So yeah, well, know. I think that's what's interesting. You know, I work with kids who are about to go to university, and often you you kind of talk to them, and go like, "Well, what's what's the reason for doing it?" Right, and they're kind of like, "Well, what do you mean? It's, it's what you do." Yeah, it's what you do. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, you go to uni, right? right. Yeah. But uni will be three years, and then what? 
And it's that's the thing, right? Like, what happens I, afterwards? Okay, this is interesting. So interesting because I was speaking to my mate Billy. We had we call, we, we call out every day. You know what I'm saying? We're brothers. You know what I'm yeah. saying. Um, and like we spoke earlier, and he's got a friend who was calling him saying, "Oh, like I'm, I'm so nervous because I'm about to leave uni. I don't want to do." And I'm just mm. like, I, I just that just doesn't make sense for me because I just know I just kind of know what I want to. Mm-hmm. do like, I don't know how my life's gonna pan up I just know what I want to what ground I want to do mm. I'm gassed to leave uni now like I've like you know like having the free time on my hands being able to make my own money my own way mm-hmm. like and be able to work on my art you know mm. freely no one telling me when to be in I can do it anytime well so then what, at what point did you figure out like from going I'm gonna go to uni because that's the thing I'm supposed to do to going all right this is what I'm actually heading towards and uni is just a few years at the beginning of that I think when I actually started working, I think like when I actually started to like to grind and really focus myself, because as I say, first few months or first few times of uni, I just filled my first units. Just really? didn't, I just didn't really know how to approach it because everything was so new, you know. Mm. I was used to coming home, my dad kind of being like, you know, what, like why aren't you working? So I was always just, but then as soon as I got there, I, there, there was no, never really a structure to follow, and um, and and yeah, and it was. It's 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 just it's it's very hard to to kind of when you're first starting out to kind of um, just structure and routine yourself and then mm. you know after after a while after I did f- fuck up a few times you know you have to mm-hmm. I I managed to pick myself up and managed to hand my projects in on the first time and actually you know do well and you know, make, kind of blend it in with what I was interested in so as you say it's as I said it's it's as soon as you put like ten hours in to a, to a thing. You're gonna have. You're gonna be better off than when you started, and you know you just gotta keep, just keep grinding. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. So, what is the aspiration then for you after uni? Okay, that's a lovely question. I really, <laughs> that's actually that's actually such a lovely question. The aspiration, to be honest with you, is just kind of just really make my life worthwhile and just do things that really make me feel me. And so, for example, last night we just like had like a we had we just caught up with Fred, like we had like a family dinner, but. We had like my sister's boyfriend was around. Like we 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 really fuck with each other. We're just we're just good mates as well. Mm. Um, and then like old family friends we used to go skiing holidays with. Shout out to Finn Finn Matthews. Um, and it's just you know just spending time with people that you really like you know really get along with and you really find meaning. Like this this kid that like, we we recorded a song like two years ago. It was it was a terrible song, and he just he was just eager to he was he just seen my mic and he just seen I was I was doing some rapping in front of him and stuff and he was. He he was just keen, and he just got a verse down, and that and that's yeah. literally the what I want to you know, and just have good times with good friends and doing meaningful things, and obviously mm-hmm. trying to sustain myself and make a living, and you know that that's really it, mm-hmm. and just just find these moments of beauty. If I'm honest with you, and that's mm. that's what keeps you going. That's why that's what you know. Okay, so <laughs> that's that's the poetic answer, and I will, sure. I'll accept that. Okay, but okay. what what is the right? It's June. 2022 you've just finished okay right what is let's get into the little nitty gritty okay let's yeah that 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 was like a fantasy but no that that, really and truly that is but in terms of the i I guess i guess make bread make money so Mm -hmm. like i will want to get a job after uni you know Um, i was a tree surgeon this summer and i kind of had a a love i I had a love-hate relationship with it you know i I do love working i love being out and being busy so yeah yeah i will i will i think i will I think I will work full time, maybe like five days a week for like a few months, just to, just to get myself a bit of money, mm-hmm. just to figure out what I'm doing, and then really just try and push my music and see where I can take it because I've got like I, I just I just I just know I can go far with whatever I do, and mm. I will always have. So, is the appeal then to kind of keep music 
separate to what you're going to do to make money to start with yeah yeah for sure because i feel like the problem that people have and this is why this is why a lot of people don't succeed with it is because they make it about money and if if the art's about the money the passion doesn't really you know what i'm saying Mm. it's it's kind of it's it's a really like it's a really complex like situation in terms of you know you kind of want to make money off it and but like again, I was speaking to um someone this morning, and they were like, "Um, do you want to sign to like a record label or something?" And uh, like at the moment, not not really, because I kind of want to I want to stay independent. I really want to do my own thing. I want to make make it my way. Mm. But if I was in like a situation where you know I didn't have like sometimes the support of my parents or you know the support of like I, I, you know what I'm saying if I, if I didn't really have you know if, if I was in a worse financial situation or whatever then I maybe would you know really just I, I'd try to get signed to a label I'd try to get but as you say now nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep that separate as long as I can and until mm. the and until I, until the grind collides and it gets to that point yeah so you know I, I do like having a part-time job really and mm. it kind of makes you yeah it, it just it just gives you a, a purpose as well you know it's interesting because I was kind of having this conversation with someone the other day about dividing your time between like a creative pursuit and a job where you need to make money. It's hard. And it was like, if you're working a job which is difficult and you don't really want to be there, but you can yeah. sustain it, but you've got this creative passion on the side, you're going to spend your free time working on that creative and, passion to get it going. And and you know what you know the buzz about that is you're going to grind harder and you're going to want it more. But that's it. But if your job is something that you actually you quite enjoy mm-hmm. you know like if on, on on like a zero to ten scale the creative passion right. if you can get that as your job that's mm-hmm. that's a nine that's a ten out of ten right yeah and if you've got a job that's like a four out of ten yeah it's a bit shit you don't really enjoy it but when you're doing that you're making money so you want to spend time with the creative thing you want to mm-hmm. invest your time you're more driven if your job on the side is like a seven out of ten yeah you come home from work and you're like ah, I, I could work on my creative thing but really you know that's just so that's just so true and, that, that's, the, <laughs> and that's the thing and, and another thing I do believe as well is if you want to go go over something you just got to kind of just just, just absolutely go for it it can't mm. be just be so messing around or you know like I was speaking to my mate last night again I was going to say you know like I was thinking if you really want longevity in like a music industry or the creative industry you really got to pour your heart and soul into your mm. work and that will prosper you know but if you're kind of just doing it to stunt or I don't know I don't know yeah. like you know well I guess when you think people trying to get into music especially maybe more than any other creative industry is there are limitless people who are putting their heart and soul into mm-hmm, it so sure. if you're only putting you know a bit of yourself into it you'd have to either be exceptionally talented yeah. or unbelievably lucky to get in yeah I've, i know 100 percent, 100 percent, and like it's just it's such a it's such a complex thing you know like just like the the music and the, the kind of the scene i'm in or whatever you know and it's and what it really stemmed down to i've always just kind of just like thought it was just a cool thing to do and i just i don't know like i've just i just started like rapping when i was like few three years ago or something just as a joke really mm. and then like as soon as look this is interesting because we're gonna cross back we're locked down so i finished finished uni right no 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 finished left uni to go back to Jersey for my Easter holidays and I was like okay lockdown was kind of happening and I was like what am I going to do am I just going to sit here eat eat a load of food mm. sit on my bed do nothing am I going to like really like get I'm going to get off my two feet and am I, am I going to like I'm not just going to do this I'm just going to grind this I'm just going to go for this mm. so that's pretty much what I've done honestly just eight hours a day for like a year just grinding and just really practicing where do you think that motivation's come from 
you know, that that I really don't know. I just, I just think, I just, I just kind of like never really wanted to be ordinary in a way, which is a blessing and a curse. I just wanted to do something that would kind of just let me express myself. Actually, yeah, no, okay, because maybe like all my life I found it hard to express myself, and like, and people didn't really know me for who I am, and everyone kind of thought I was this guy who just partied and just had a big joke and just, you know, just. Sort of messed around with girls. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just kind of like a a bit of a big joke, really. Yeah. And I kind of just wanted to like have something that was kind of serious and kind of kind of show the real me and mm. my real self. And I just really wanted to express myself. Yeah. I d- that's what it was. I just wanted to express myself. You know, mm-hmm. and I just wanted the people just to see that. You know. So you you started making music about three years ago. Yeah. What was the response from your friends like when you started putting stuff out and started actually going like I'm not taking the piss this is my I'm, I'm loving these questions mate 100% <laughs> so and it, it, so the first stuff I put out right it was it was it was it was bad really like I was I was just I was really it was a really a bit of a joke to be honest with you and like I think my, my friends kind of saw that like my friend my friends kind of seen the value in it just because it was kind of funny it kind of had a laugh value yeah. and I feel like they kind of probably they just didn't really think I was taking it seriously mm. um and I guess the response from my friends as soon as I've as soon as I start taking it seriously they like they're, they're what kind of kept me going they're like mm. I send them a song right and you know this is a few this is a few you know even six months after you know of practicing and like they you know my friend freddie shout out to him he's always really shown me love and he's been my biggest fan and that's kind of the reason for it you know if you see your friends believe in you you're gonna be more inclined to do it really Mm. um and yeah it's the the response from many of my friends was you know they they, actually at first as well it just depends because some of my friends they they might just not have seen the vision really and Mm. only until recently they kind of they actually said oh yeah he's actually doing his own thing he's expressing himself and Nowadays, it's very different to you know what it was a few years ago because people thought it was a joke, and now if they can actually serious. Like I'm actually like I'm actually I'm I'm serious about mm. music, and I'm not just I don't know you know. Because that's one of the things I've always felt with Jersey is, um, we've mentioned it on this podcast before as well. Like, have you ever heard of um, short poppy syndrome or tall poppy syndrome? Um, not the, not the name, but I probably know the description of it. It's essentially like if you imagine a field of poppies, right, right and they're all about the same height if one starts growing yeah. too high you cut it down and it's that kind it's of thing a hundred percent so yeah. like i was going out in the town a lot like last summer and people were just coming up to me like not this does not happen often like it's always love like people honestly like a lot of the people after a few years ago i went to dallas with there you want to take photos it's not i'm not it's not even like oh because i do music it's just because like i don't know that you know they, they used they, they used they used to see me around and they see my music and they kind of like they kind of like I guess relate to it and they, they think it's kind of cool that I'm doing that and that's real love mm. so I get a lot of love and then you get the occasional person out um, who will be like oh yeah your music you're just not going to succeed with it like all of this stuff kind of just trying to bring you down and like at first it was kind of getting to me you know mm. but like now I kind of just like I just realise it's, it's kind of people are going to be doing that because they don't they're kind of in a situation where they're probably working a job they don't like. They probably don't know how to get out of that. They, they don't, and that's what people are bringing. It's, it's a short point. They want to cut you down, mm. and unfortunately, they can't cut me down. They're gonna have to get machete. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not like there's, it's 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 just not happening. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Well, it's, it's 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 always an interesting thing to talk about because I I struggle with the. If I put something out there, I instantly I'm like, 
it would take one person to be like, this is shit. And I'd be like, well, that's it. Never doing that again. I've, you know, I've been I'd, through that, yeah. It, and it's just, it's a struggle. It's a big part of it is criticisms come from people behind your back more than like to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily, once you get to a certain level of fame, you're going to, your comments mm-hmm. will be full of Yeah, of that. yeah, yeah, 100%. But generally speaking, you know, if I put something out there, I'm more worried about people talking to them within themselves and being like, fucking hell, you seen what he's posted? I feel like... It's a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, no, I don't know what you mean. I, f- I just feel like I've just, like, I've just really transcended. I, I don't know what it is where I'm just kind of fearless in terms of, like, nowadays, like, I'll just, I, like, I'm happy to tell people who I am or whatever. Mm. And, and like, and, like, for example, last night, I said we had, you know, had this family dinner. It wasn't, it was, it was, it, 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 it wasn't just a normal family dinner. We had some, we had some cool people then, you know what I'm saying? And I performed the song in front of them live and they mm. said to me, like, you not get nervous and stuff. I kind of do, but I just kind of just, I don't know, especially with, I just kind of just, I just don't really think about it. Even, you know, like even like earlier, I was, when I was driving down to the podcast, you know, you can kind of get in your head about, oh, you know, am I going to stutter or am I, is it going to be weird or am I going to say something? But like, you just, you, as I say, you just can't, you just can't, you just got you just tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah. But it is so easy to get in your head about things, you know, and especially when you're, when you're expressing yourself, I don't know, yeah. Mm. It's fun. I think, well, for me, I've just, accepted that for whatever reason I just have the voices of certain people that I've known throughout my life in my head when 100%. I start questioning whether I want to do something but it doesn't stop me doing it now yeah for like, sure before starting this podcast I was like oh, fuck like there's there's enough jokes about oh there's everyone's got a podcast right yeah yeah sure but, you know and, and kind of to, to your art as well is but not in Jersey. Yeah, but not in Jersey. Like, yeah, yeah. Name four podcasts in Jersey. This is the only podcast I know in Jersey. <laughs> exactly. Like, <to> my, that's <laughs> I don't know anyone. Like. No. But this is the thing. Like, we are creatively. There's there's so many creative people in this island, but how many of them put themselves out there is quite not many, really. You no, know, especially I'd say with music mm-hmm. that moves away from um, you know the kind of the cliche of one person and a guitar and call it a cliche but that's that's is, the yeah, most yeah, common yeah, thing yeah, for and, sure. i mean it's you know it's typical for a reason because it's evolved because so it's much great. but yeah. you know so the music you're doing mm-hmm. i know there's there's one guy who's doing it and the production values are really good and it makes it look is like it is it like, is it Ki- the guy called kins yeah yeah I yeah, think yeah he, he does like it in the marry the marry yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course of course, of course and you like if you didn't know it was from jersey you'd be like well, so this is east london right yeah yeah, yeah sure i mean shout out shout out to him he hasn't put music out in a while but no i, I know what you mean 100 percent because i was funny enough like, i think he put his last tune out like just over like even a year and a half ago which is, okay. this is a while ago now yeah but i remember i was just i was kind of seeing his stuff and i thought like this is definitely it's, it's better than mine hmm. like when i was seeing it and and yeah, no 100 percent like it's it's different. It's 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 unique. And and what what is it's kind of it's kind of cool as well. Is because in Jersey it, get, it gets people talking, you know. Mm. And I, like it kind of really yeah. and like yeah, it does. It gets people talking. I guess that's kind of like your own little. Well, yeah, because it is different. There is an association with like a negative part of life. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Makes people worried, and it yeah, goes back yeah. to you know the boom of Eminem in the early two thousand for sure. And people just being like. Is this music dangerous? Do we yeah. need to get rid of it? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. And like, even with me as well, I I take so much inspiration from like, I'm, I'm like, like from like, obviously I, I love gangster rap and stuff and I take so much inspiration from that. But like, my, my music is definitely not gangster rap. Like, I'm just telling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, it's telling my story on like similar beats. Like, for example, yeah. like I went, I made a tune recently, I made a, beat on a two-pack beat like jump you know sound and it, it's so yeah it's so true and even with especially kins as well it's kind of you know he, 
he um it's kind of it, it looks like the videos you see in South London or whatever because you know he is he is on the block in the Marais whatever I guess and he's just telling his story but no it's it's different and it's just it's so like even for Jersey it's just such a people just are like what <laughs> is there like an important line then for if you like that kind of music and I'm, I'm gonna sound like the oldest fucking person no, no, is no, that no. like trap music. Um, what, what would you say the genre is? The genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's hip hop, you know. It's, it's every, it's, for me, it's everything and anything. Trap, yeah, yeah. Trap music, like people would describe that as kind of like dreamy beats with auto tune and kind of like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I said, you could say I make trap music for okay. sure. I, it's, it, it's, it's really and truly, it's just hip hop and it's just expanded out into. It's quite. It's well, so if gangster rap it comes from LA, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the origin, the origin yeah, yeah, sure. Whereas, I think my understanding is trap music that is the music that's come out of East London, yeah, right. So, is there, like, I say, is there a line that's important if you start making that kind of music? Mm-hmm. It's almost going, this music comes from like proper hardship, like knife crime, gun, yeah, crime, yeah, drug sure, music. sure. And it's like, then we're in Jersey where it's like. I mean, there's some crime. I mean, it's I'm not, basically, it's not, it's, it's, there's, not, there's not gangs here. There's not, there's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like with music, it's so important to be yourself. And as long as you're telling your story truthfully, you know, I think, I think it's, I think it's fine really, because you don't, you, like even Kins, you don't really hear him talk about stabbing people or something. Mm. You maybe talk about him like he's selling drugs or something mm-hmm. or, or getting into a fight or, but you know, you can tell these stories really powerfully and you can like, what I've experienced as, you know, as, a, as you know, an artist who isn't from the streets or something, who is just from a small town, you know, you can, by either, you kind of almost got yourself an advantage because you can really like, you can really dive deep into your emotions and your feelings and you can kind of express yourself in different kind of ways. So it doesn't have to be about, you know, like copying anyone or, I don't, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm going off a tangent, but you know, you know, I'm, you, can you, you kind of understand what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, in terms of, as long as with the music, you're just, you're just being true to yourself and, you know, just really putting the time, you can really make something that's kind of unique and mm. in its own way, I guess. Um, but I think, I guess it comes down to sincerity and actually going, you know, you could mimic what is being sung about in East London. Yeah. But it's almost like if you ever got called out on it. Oh my God. It's I, just like. I, I'm, I'm going to be real honest, right? So when I first started doing music, I didn't know what I was saying. And this is like the first songs. I was like, I was, I, I just was saying stuff I didn't understand. I didn't yeah. mean. And like, yeah, I like, it was, it was just kind of a case where I just took them stuff down and, you know, it was, it was, just, it was a joke pretty mm-hmm. much. And as I started to, you know, to, to, to dive into my creative roots yeah you as long as you're if you the more sincere you are and if you if you as you say you're pouring your heart and your soul into your music it's gonna prosper you know mm. but if as you say if you if you are talking about stuff you don't do or it's just embarrassing it's, it's <laughs> just it's just tragic it's yeah, so tragic yeah. but i mean that's that's what you do when you're younger right yeah you go, i like the sound of this i like singing it myself so i'm gonna make my own stuff and that was literally it that was yeah. all it was it was not a case of and yeah and you know i made like i think i made like one song like that and then yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm sure like, i know i know loads of people have made songs like that as a joke they just haven't released it but i just want, i just wanted to release it yeah mate absolutely yeah. but then it shows like you wanted to put yourself out there yeah 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 and experience that how how do you think then your because if we're talking about the sincerity and talking about kind of struggling that mm. how has your experience with mental health impacted your songwriting? It's, it's, it's honestly been everything to me because I re- like the stuff type of music that I do and I really do dive into my like into how I'm feeling my emotions. 
without music, I don't know if I'd be in tune with my emotions like like I am. Like, mm. I'm, like I'm such an aware person of my emotions, and I'm always trying to look out for my friends. And it's it's just it really is everything, you know. I don't know, and I just feel like even when I was in America, right, and I made a I made the song in LA in the last week, and I just poured all the emotions I was feeling in those three weeks into that song, and it's kind of like um. I don't even know. It's just, it's it's just it's just a way you can kind of hear your emotions from a speaker rather than a little voice in your head. You mm. know what I mean? And that so it, it's 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 a really it's a really kind of crazy crazy thing. Even though everyone a lot of people do it, it's, it's such a it's such an interesting thing. Mm. It's so interesting and like, well, one of the things that I always talk to friends or clients about when they're talking about their mental health yeah is like one thing that was really good for me was was journaling reflective journaling where you just start writing and you do whatever right but i i like writing so it comes quite yeah same 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 but i feel like you know the only difference between me doing several thousand words of just writing my right know, just pouring yeah, my soul yeah, into yeah, that yeah, sure. for you is just going Less words, but they rhyme. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it, it, yeah. No, hundred percent less words. They rhyme, and there's there's normally a melody involved, yeah. and there's a beat. That's, but it's, it's still it's the same thing. I'm I'm taking what's in my head and just putting it. It's out the there. same. It's the exact same thing. It's just a different format of I don't know. That just a, you know, it's, instead of just reading from a page, you can just hear it from a speaker. Mm. So, was there ever a time then where you've you've written lyrics and you kind of went like, "Oh fuck." I didn't realize I was actually feeling that. Oh my god! Like a hundred percent. I can be, I can be working on a song right one night, and then I work on it the next night, and I have like a few drinks or whatever, or like I get a little bit, you know, a little bit messed up or whatever. Like not, not, yeah, no, yeah. but you know what I mean. Get a little vibe on. Yeah, get a little, get a little. <laughs> let's just call it a little vibe or whatever. Yeah. And you're actually deep in like shit, like. Like I'm actually like this is some deep stuff. Yeah, like, this yeah. is not just like this is not just me having a joke. Like this is this is some serious stuff. And then, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You can kind of like, I'm, I'm even I'm, I'm listening to some of the music I was making last year. Like sh- like it's, it's heavy stuff. Like, mm. it's, it, it really can be. And I feel like probably a lot of people go through you know heavy things, but they just haven't got the means to express it. So mm. they just and that's why people love music and they love hearing sad music. Was got it so they can actually f- have a voice and be. Mm. A, and that's almost as well like why I wanted to start music because I kind of I wanted to be a voice for people who didn't have the voice you know mm. and I and I just been I've been inspired by so much people like you may or may not know them but like so the person so Lil Peep that, mm. that guy is like his and him and his music and what he stands for is it's given me hope and 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 the same hope that I found in his music, I would love for other people to find in mine. You know, because I watched the documentary on him um, not too long ago. Oh, okay, that's that's, yeah. that's 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 so interesting. That's a game changer. It it was it was sad. It was heartbreaking. Hundred percent. You know, like there is there is obviously the rise of someone who essentially, on paper, should never have been that famous, and yeah. yet was because he found this niche audience and everything like that. And he was but a then, normal kid. Well, this is it, and then also this rapid decline like yeah. when you're kind of to some extent circling that same narrative what do you take from watching a documentary like that i really i think what it is especially is if you are going to be an artist and you are going to you know live the lifestyle of tour and stuff you've really got to look after yourself and mm. you've really got to be humble with it. Not like I'm not saying that Pete wasn't humble, but for the problem that he found, especially, is he wasn't selfish enough in terms of everyone. It's called everybody's everything, right? The, mm. the, and he was everybody's everything. So he was 
he was having people staying at his house. He was paying for everyone's stuff just because he was such a sweetheart. He just wanted to do everything he could for people. And what it means for what I take from that, from that generally, is you know you've you've really got to you, you kind of you can't you have to be a little bit selfish, but you've just, you've just got you've got to know who are there for you, the right people, mm. and you've got to you you kind of just got to, you just got to live like a not a normal life. You just you can't living like this rock star lifestyle. That's just gonna that's gonna take a toll on you. Mm. <laughs> like you just, you've really got you've got to keep a level head. That's yeah. that's it really. And and it, 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 I I really that's really cool. You watch the documentary because I actually I, I like. When I was in New York, I went to his house in Long Island, a oh, beach, really? Long Beach, and just I was just like I was just went to the beach next to his house and just just listened to his songs and oh, I was just cool. I was just kind of like I don't know just trying to feel the energy yeah, that he was yeah. feeling in that place at the time and mm. it's um yeah he, he's he's such a big inspiration as you say he was a normal kid who had a really big passion he was he was cool his mm. style everything you know he was he was just he, he was just swag like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? have you had the inspiration to get covered in facial tattoos or <laughs> I, I, it's, it's funny because like I, th- I i think his tattoos look very cool on him specifically but mm. I, I i really i don't know i don't know if it, i don't know if tattoos are for me to be fair like, and that's and that's it you just gotta stay true to yourself yeah, you know like, i don't admit, I, I don't know. Maybe I want to get. Maybe I'll get a small tattoo or something at some point. Just because mm. I don't know. Because like, my parents have told me all my life, don't get tattoos either bad. But I mean, you know, I don't know. Could be, who knows? You know, maybe. But I wouldn't. I, I don't know about. I don't know about the face tattoos or the neck <laughs> tattoo for me anyway. But you know, he, that's that's a strong commitment to music at that point. Oh, ve- very much, very very much so. And you know, you, you don't know. How, you know. You know. You you can change so much in five years. You know. 100 percent. You know, yeah. Like I I used to want. Well, I used to think that I wanted tattoos. Yeah. And I never had the money to afford them. And right. Then like, well, and then, maybe when I've got some money, I will do. And then, I think, I think personally, I sit on um, the spectrum with ADHD, where I'm, I've got enough capacity to to handle it, but I know I've got the trappings of it. Sure. So, if I got a tattoo, I'm the kind of person that would do that impulsively, and then like a few months later, be like, oh, I don't like it. No, hundred so, <laughs> percent. I like, just kept myself. I mean, like, fuck uh, it. I'm just not going to get any tattoos. So like, so like for for, for like now, at your age, or whatever, like you're happy you didn't get a tattoo. Or like, like, what's your perspective now, looking back on your decision that you didn't didn't get one? Yeah, I just. It's tricky because whenever you talk about tattoos, anyone who's got tattoos will be listening. Like, fucking, don't don't put your foot out. Mate. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Like. Yeah. Everyone is entitled to look how they want, and I just think for me, a tattoo would not have improved my life in any way. Like yeah. I like art in a different way. And yeah, I, frame I think that's, things. I think that's I like the same with me as I think the same with me as well. You know, but then it's like I grew up in a very conservative kind of Christian household where just getting tattoos was like not a thing. Like my dad has a tattoo on his arm from when he was in the army. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a mess. I don't even know what it is because it's just a tattoo when they weren't safe to get and he like almost lost his arm from it. Jeez. So, <laughs> so my parents have always been just, like, don't do it. It's the same with me as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like, they're just, they're just like, no, just don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like if you if you get a tattoo, like you're not going to live in a house. Like it's, it's like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm not paying. For, you know what I'm saying? Like it, so I just never really. Like, I want to get. I want to get another piercing. I got. I used. To, I got my right ear pierced. So I had my left ear pierced, and we we had like a like a boxing match in, in my mate's halls, <laughs> and um, I, I, and then they knocked they knocked the piercing out. Yeah. Um, but I want to. I want to get a nose piercing. But like that's probably about it for now, really. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think piercings are cool. Like I I I, I love my love my ear one so maybe i get a nose one about it really i guess that's one of the things as well though is is you can still get caught up in the aesthetic of the music oh 100 you know and i think of it like when i take myself back to school when like um 
So actually, this is kind of fitting. Last night, I was up at a gig at Horse and Hound for my mate, oh, nice. um, Matthew Rushton's band. Cool. Shout out The Dust. Um, <laughs> Shout out to them. Shout out to The Dust. So um, they they were just playing like kind of like classic metal and rock kind of tracks. Yeah, yeah. And it took me back to being at school where like emo, goth, and like, you know, those those scenes were really prominent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were plenty of people who dressed the part, not really giving a shit about the music. Because I see them now, and oh, it's just like, you know, if they leave, they wouldn't, won't even listen to that music. What it is, yeah, what, it's, what it is, is it's like, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fine line between it, right? You, you, you've got to have the aesthetic for the music, but then there's actually the passion. And there's so much like, hmm. of people would call them the SoundCloud rappers with the face tags. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it, it's, it's just, it's, there's an image and there's the substance, course, you know? yeah. And, Doing it for clout. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and like with, with someone like Lil Peep, yeah, he he had the substance and mm. he kind of had that image as well. So it's like a, I don't know. It's and I, I for me and what was interesting. I, I don't I don't want to get lost into that world of, yeah. you know, like you know. I just really want to stay myself and just be be me and not really switch up on anyone, sort of thing. It's the tricky thing, though, isn't it? Because it's almost like in so many ways it's the quicker route into it if yeah. you look the part fast fame yeah if you, if you look in a way that is kind of controversial and makes oh, people think like, especially in Jersey imagine yeah. imagine me yeah, if I like if it's, like if I grew my hair out or something or like yeah. got like some hair extensions and got some like put some like some crazy coloured hair some face, face tats like and like was just making like crazy videos and jokes. Like, yeah. it was just it was it was With no it was, substance if you just looked mad it, it would, would start do well. popping off like yeah, it would yeah. start popping off but you know the problem with that it would, like a year later people wouldn't care well it's that's the whole thing <laughs> the the island boys thing, yeah right? oh my god like it's, literally like it's the same fame thing. overnight huge and now it's like no one get no one no cares, one cares. I, I, that has I, that that name hasn't rung come on mind for like a few months now <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's just, that is just not that's the point right yeah, and you, that just that can never be me. I could never have that being me yeah. because that is just I, I just care about expressing myself you know that's mm. what it is really well so going back to what we're talking about with jobs then like is is there not an interest in like doing something within that industry like working for a label as opposed to being a signed artist yeah but like working like in the studio think, and- no that that definitely appeals for me you know and that kind of and that, that kind of like that kind of just, just brings you back to your roots maybe about you know kind of just you know just not wanting to be this crazy person, you know, just you know, working in the studio, you like just doing normal things, really. Mm-hmm. And I'm a like, I do say I'm, I'm different, but I'm a normal guy, really. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to like go home, with my family, eat a meal, you know, just mm-hmm. like put, a fit, you know, like. So yeah, no, that that I would love to. I actually reached out to a few people who have got studios. I want to like, I I I want to even just shadow some people, get some work experience mm-hmm. and that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm just, I'm just, I've just, just got to keep a really open mind this mm-hmm. life, you know? So I, the main question that anyone from Jersey would get after uni is, are you coming back to Jersey? Are you going to go elsewhere? And right. it always is like, it's more expensive to stay in the UK mm-hmm. relatively because you won't presumably have a job at that point. But the options are there. Yeah. The experiences are there. But you come back to Jersey, you can live with your parents, roof over your head mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, Jersey is is quicksand. Like you can get stuck here. Suffocating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for you, what 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 is the? Because you could do your music mm-hmm. wherever you are, whether you're in Jersey oh, yeah, or yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, anywhere, really. But then it's kind of like one of the one of the through threads I'm getting from you is if you're around the right people that push you and promote you, you do better. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, well, where where do you see that being when uni's done? 
I can see, I can kind of see that being London right now, if I'm honest with you, because I've got, yeah. uh, I could really, because um, I was, so after LA, I stayed in London, uh, my my nan's flat, she, shout out to her, she let me stay in a flat for a few days, she wasn't there, um, and I was kind of just, you know, I was, I was just staying in that flat, and I was just meeting my friend Tiddy, shout out to Tiddy, love that girl, <laughs> like, she, you know what I'm saying, like, she's my heart, do you know what I mean, like, we, it's just, even just, we just like, meeting up, and just like, you know, kind of, you know, because I, I, I was actually saying to her, like, I don't even think we've ever met up outside the jersey, and like, being in London, I have, and being kind of independent, it felt real good, you know, mm. and like, yeah, and I could, I could really see London kind of being my place for a few, for the next few years anyway, just mm-hmm. to get my independence or whatever, away. so yeah, I feel like maybe London's the kind of the place to, for that, really, mm-hmm. and you know, and we'll just, we'll just see how it goes, maybe my nan will be nice enough to let me stay at her flat for a few months, maybe, yeah. and I'll, I'll get a little job, um, but yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that might might be the, might be the way to go. And after going to America, I don't I don't really want to live there for, anytime soon. If I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> right? Like, it's, it's it's I don't know. Like, no, like I I I I'm, I'm hands down. I probably will live in New York at some point. But yeah, I just think um, it's just I don't know. Like, I just don't need to be there. So I mean, you've said you were recording a song in LA. What what was going to LA then? Like, what was what was the context? What were you? What so were you I was for? pretty much in America on a photography project, and I was pretty much retracing Lil Peep's footsteps, right? Okay. So from the east to the west, so starting off in New York to the wet to, to LA, where he came up to do his career. So that was kind of like um, and I, I was speaking about earlier that like Jack Kerouac, and I was looking at, I was just, I was just combining a lot of things, and really and truly, it was about kind of finding myself, and as well as doing the photos on this project and explaining the the internal through the external from my camera, and just kind of just documenting what was going through myself, and and it was also about pushing me as an artist, going out to America, meeting new people. I met loads of artists out there mm. and stuff. I didn't, I didn't actually work on a song with anyone. But um, like I've got their contacts and stuff, you know, they share my posts and stuff. We're cool, we speak sometimes. And it was just to do something that, you know, that I've always kind of dreamed of doing, mm. you know, like as like a, as a kid who's obviously inspired by American culture to mm. just go out there, you know. Because I saw the thing you shared, was it in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas, yeah, yeah. That, so pretty much, so we, uh, Vegas was one of my stops um, on the way. I was only there for a few days. Cause I just didn't have enough money to afford it. <laughs> it was expensive. It was expensive. I'm saying I was, I was, all I was really doing was just grabbing one slice beat. I'm only 20. I can go to the clubs, whatever. So I was just going around, just like, just as a, as a, as a kid from Jersey would, yeah, yeah, yeah. just seeing this massive city. I was going around like crazy. I seen this guy who was who was rapping along this this um, promenade, or whatever. Yeah. I was like, bro, can like, can I pay you like? Is alright if I get on the mic? So yeah, if, if you give me a donation. So I just gave him like five. I think it was five dollars. And he, he he put on a beat for me. He just chose a random beat, and then he was like, yeah you gotta show this and I was like yeah go on and that was pretty much it really Jesus so you put a beat <laughs> and then I was how fucking terrifying I was I, 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 I was ready I was ready yeah. if I'm honest with you I was I, I, was, I like I, yeah it was it was just it was so crazy like nice. it was like everything everything was so new and just it was like it was like a playground really yeah, it was just yeah. Like, was, this, this is mad so was that just a freestyle off your head or did you have lyrics like in like ready yeah, to go. yeah, I had I had lyrics ready to go for that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I had I had lyrics ready to go, but actually, just like, to the beat. actually, yeah, like, like nowadays, I can like people like I was at my my friend's, but I I don't know if it couldn't say he's a friend yet, but like, yeah, he he's calm. I went to his house yesterday. He's got like a he's got like a decks and stuff, and he be putting on beats for half an hour. I was just I was just like freestyling off the top of my head, and everyone was loving it. Like it, 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 it was really working, and but and the reason like. 
And yeah, I, I, I could maybe next time I do that, I could probably start freestyling off the top of my head. But I, 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 I just knew I needed to play it safe and just like I had some bars in my head, the beat fitted for it. So I just, I just, just kind of just said what I knew, you know. Just, I just, you got, you've got to play it safe sometimes, of right? Course, you don't, mate, don't yeah. mess up in front of people, like, <laughs> you know. So how long, how long were you on the mic for that then? Literally just one song. Just one song. Just one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and because like that it was that was literally like a few hours after I landed, right? So I, wow, I straight. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much put my put my put my bags off at the hotel, and I was just gonna ch- just checking out what's going on. Mm. Um, and and yeah, like yeah, it was it was just a, it was just a case of just just one one beat, and then that was it. And I, I didn't eat or sleep for so long, and I just after that I was just, I was run around. I just went back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like it was it was all a lot to take in. Let's just say that. Being twenty in Vegas though must have been either a blessing or a curse, just to be like, yeah, I'm I'm here and I can't really do any of Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I, I do know what you mean, but like, I I feel like at the same time as well, it was because I was on my own. If I was just going out and just getting hammered on my mm. own in Vegas, I just oh, yeah. I feel vulnerable. Dangerous. I, yeah, like, and for me it was kind of because I was in New York. I was kind of getting you know fucked up or whatever, like for few weeks beforehand prior like we just partying you know mm. doing like just having a good time i was kind of like i was kind of happy just to take it in you know mm. and just like really just kind of you know just as i said you know just like rap for this guy or whatever just just taking photos fo- I, I took some crazy photos as well in vegas i'm nice. gonna get some stuff printed yeah <laughs> but like yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't too bad really yeah, yeah it was um and i think i think that was fine for me because yeah i think i think it was fine really yeah okay fair enough yeah it's a mature outlook 100 <laughs> percent. yeah 100 percent. i feel like i kind of okay yeah you you definitely have to be mature in a way when you when you are in that situation you know because mm. i didn't really have the money to go out anyway you know so but i think even going up to a stranger who's who's busking yeah asking to essentially have a go at it yeah that's that's something that most people just have a fleeting thought about and will just walk past. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it just sounds like you're at that stage where you're going, no, this is what I want to do. Like, yeah, I yeah. I can't let it. Like, if you'd walk past them, you oh, wouldn't have, be, you'd have kept oh, thinking about it and thinking about and, it. And that's why I've had so much times where I've like, it's mainly with photos, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And then you you don't take the photograph. I and hate it. hate that feeling. I had it last night when my flash gun wasn't working and it's oh, just, no. it's just, it's just, it's crippling, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I, and I just, I just, you know, I, you just, you, if you don't ask, you don't get. Um. Well, I, I was in New York, uh, 2000, and now what was this? 14, I think. Right. It was before I, oh no, it was uh, 2015 when I was doing my full project on Liam. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember Liam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was New York Fashion Week the week I was there, right? Sick. So I just went for a walk around the city. And I, I must have been near where an event was happening because I just there was all these people wearing the most outrageous clothes, right? <laughs> and I'm walking past um, a subway entrance, and as I'm walking past it, there's this woman walking up it, right? And she's absolutely stunning, right? Okay. okay. And it, we had this this moment where I looked at her, she looked at me, and we walked past each other. Yeah, yeah. Then I looked back, and she looked back, right? No. And I was like. Okay, well, and then I just kept walking because I was instantly terrified. That's. But I was like. I, I know this is a person from like who's doing something in London Fashion Week yeah. who are like they all stop for photos for anyone yeah for sure why didn't I turn around I had my camera on me I was doing a photography project why didn't I turn around and go and speak to her yeah and yeah, in my head yeah. I was like no 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 I'm doing my own project I need to move on 
But I spent like the rest of the day thinking, I'm still thinking about it, you know? <laughs> like, who knows what that connection could be? Same thing with me as well. Like, I've had so much times where like, I just haven't. And, and now, and what New York was for me, it was just letting go and just not giving a shit. Just yeah. like, I, I, that's, what, that's why my, my photos, which I will be promoting soon. Um, <laughs> I, I want to I I get some, you know, you know, hopefully get like a, a gallery thing or something. I don't know, you know, maybe... Maybe see what happens, but that's probably one. The photos that I took are, are kind of really, kind of quiet. They're really out there because mm. I, like, now my my photography nowadays. I haven't actually put stuff on my Instagram for a while, just just because I, I wasn't really feeding photography for a while. But now I really am. I like a lot of my practice comes from just snap and go. So I'll be I'll be walking around New York, right, Manhattan, with a flash gun, like my Sony camera, just flashing people's faces and stuff. That's literally that's literally how. Yeah. And I was walking around with the mate I was staying at. He's just like, "What are you doing? Like, don't do that." Mm. And I was like, "No, like." I'm like I don't I don't like yeah it may be, look a bit mad and but like, I this is this is how I want to do it and like mm. it's a crazy technique because I love Bruce Gilden I don't know if you've heard of him that that's the yeah, guy who yeah. literally does yeah that, yeah like, so push, I, literally shove yeah yeah so it, I, it's very similar to me mm. but obviously I've got my own, I've got my own way of doing it as well but like right. you know it, it's just and it, it's just come from so much confidence and my um my old tutor shout out to Martin really photography tutor he's, he lives in Jersey he's, he's a photographer yeah, oh, cool. as well. Um, he he really was the one who kind of just taught me that if you want to be if you want to do photography or succeed in this you've got you've got to have you've got you've got to just get your confidence up and mm. you've just got to ask people to take photos and it's exactly the same thing as you you know you just had that thing. Yeah, <laughs> you've yeah. seen the, this person and yeah. you, you could have taken the photo but you know you didn't and well yeah and it's it's not even like was that photo going to change my life or anything no. it was just the idea that I wanted to stop and talk to this person yeah. and I didn't allow myself I got in my own way and I think that's the thing because mm-hmm. if I'd gone back and she'd be like uh, no I'm, no thanks alright sound yeah and I'll then because what can you do exactly. you've tried yeah. if you don't ask you don't get exactly yeah and I think that's it's a lesson that I still you, you can learn it but that doesn't mean that you succeeded it every time 100%. you're constantly going to feel like Oh, should I talk to this person? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't want to interrupt their I, day. And yeah, I, I feel much better getting a rejection than not asking. You know, anything, yeah. even if you think a girl's hot or whatever it is. You know, mm. like it, it could be really whatever, like anything. Photography, music, asking for a feature, mm. anything. Like, you know, um, and uh, you just, you just got, just got to ask. And, yeah. But it's easier said than done, though. You know, like. Oh, well, of course, yeah. It wouldn't be a difficult lesson if it was easy yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know? exactly exactly yeah hmm so what what is the scope then for your music moving forwards because what i think is interesting is it's more so traditional kind of like guitar led music that is i'll put out a single mm-hmm. then i'll put an album yeah and yeah that's it but whereas with your music it's more inclined to be multiple singles eps and the album yeah. like that's a long way off kind yeah of yeah actually that is that, that, that is that is kind of how it is i'm at the moment just dropping singles um i've got a mixtape dropping next month actually on the 15th of march that's an ep you know five song ep i was actually going around like brixton station stamping i printed out loads of these like skywalker like kind of i was just making that the album covers and i was just printing sticking them around so yeah that that's it really just like just just keep on dropping singles and mixtapes and you know and then yeah as i say probably have an album in the next year to be honest with you though yeah it's like just because i i could i i made two i made made two songs last night like by just you know messing around and like literally me and my mate finn made a song in like an hour so you know it, it, you it when, when you get your when you nail your pro your creative process down it, could, it can be really, it can be really yeah. quick to kind of you know 
Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just see what happens really with that. But mixtape out next month. How... Because the few musicians I've had on this podcast already, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see how the business and the industry has kind of changed. Sure. They're, all the ones that I follow, and they're doing well, is, and interestingly, um, a singer that I had on from Ireland. Oh, nice. She's mates with two of the people, or one person I've had on this podcast, and one who hopefully I will have on in the future, who are from Jersey and London. So okay. these three people from different places are just mates. That's by crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But I see them, they, the Instagram game is a much bigger thing. Like they're not just going, oh, I've got some stuff, post it. Mm-hmm. Like actually doing Instagram well or doing TikTok well. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's a big, a massive part of the industry. hundred percent. If you're going to succeed, if you're going to be led by... Not led by money, but you want to monetize it. That's right? kind, of, kind of scary, to be honest. That's a scary, that's a scary thought. If I'm honest with mm. you, but no, yeah, I know what you mean. 100. percent I feel like with me, I kind of, I, I, and all it it comes down to is just being yourself and having fun with it. For like, for like, I like, I do like, like you know, when I put that Vegas thing off, I, I was like, yeah. I just thought it was gas. Just, like, just if it's just stuff like that, light out of things, and it's calm. Yeah. I don't really mind it. But if it's like really serious, I've got, you know, I've got to do this. I've got to look this way, or you yeah, know, like yeah, as soon as yeah. I think if you just having fun with it yes and you're and you're doing that i think i think it will be calm but mm. i think as soon as it starts to turn into something that you've got to force it and that's why i don't really i'm not really interested in a label at this point because mm. that's what a label would do they're going to tell of course, you yeah you've got to have this out this time you've got to do it like this you've got to be look well, like yeah, this that's, gotta, they're, they're not interested in your personal development no, they're, they're they're interested. Shit. well and you know i guess to to play devil's advocate they're there to make money. Yeah, yeah, know? 100%. So, <laughs> they make like, money off you, really. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, they get money from your success and so you get money through their promotion. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know? Which, like I say, if you're at that stage in your career, then sound. But I think it's interesting to hear you talking about it because it's almost like well, you're not there yet. You're still discovering who you are. And whilst 100%. you've got this comfort in who you are compared to even like three years ago, mm. that doesn't mean it's like, right, sound put my money on the table like let's <laughs> no, actually definitely not like, no i've still got more to figure every, out every day's, every day's a, um, a new lesson for mm. sure you know um and that's why i just i just keep myself in good shape and just keep myself good mentally like, i go to the gym every day i just you know I'm, I'm just i'm just trying to like you know grow and just do things that make me feel good so you know so i can continue growing as an artist and as a person mm. yeah nice yeah um any any other topics you want to touch on? I mean, um, we've definitely we've definitely said a few things, really. But I mean, it just comes down to it. Is I just I just feel like maybe if I can say one thing or message, just if you do, if you really think that you want to do something, or your parents and maybe push you in one direction, but you're thinking about going another direction, just kind of just pursue what you want to do, and just mm. you know, just kind of have faith in yourself and. Um, and, and, and again, you know, even if you're going through a hard time, as we mentioned at the start of the podcast, it, it can get better. And the, the, are, they are, the hard times are, it sounds cheesy. Multiple people probably said this before, but you know, they, they are hard, they're, hard times are there for a reason. If you can just, mm. you know, if you can just continue to, as I say, you know, just do things, just go to the gym and just get part, get, just move, just get past, the, you know, the hardship. Cause you know, every day you're, you're climbing up that mountain, you know? Well, so and feel free to be like, don't want to talk about it. But okay. something you mentioned before was dealing with suicidal thoughts. Okay, no, 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 I, I'm I can curious, explain this. You know, because like I get, 
saying like you know good um hard times you can get through them and everything like mm-hmm. it, it is absolutely true and i think there'll be people who sometimes be like that's nice but what does that actually mean mm-hmm. but for you to say like you know you've dealt with the most severe of thoughts, 100% so what what did that look like for you and then how did you actually get through it so i think the reason why i was having those is because i wasn't i, I just wasn't really living the life that like in terms of as I was mentioned before, doing things like spending time with family, meeting old friends, finding meaning in little things is what takes you away from those feelings. Because when you don't, when you don't have that around you, when you don't like, I wasn't making much music in Bournemouth as well, like at the start of the year, because I had to really grind the work, and that mm. was kind of having an effect on I me. Mean, I just, I just don't really like the academic side of thing. I'll get past it and I will do well on it because that's just me. Because I'm not going to give up, mm. but. And then it's just, and then it was just kind of just doing the same old thing every day, going home, going to the gym, going to bed. Like it, it's, it's, it can just be so, mm. it can be so just like I don't know. Every day's the same, and it, it kind of just feels like what's the kind of the point? You know, I, I really get that a lot. Mm. And, and yeah, just what's the point of what am I, what am I doing? Like why? Like is this even worth it? Like yeah, where's like, the meaning? What's the meaning? And I don't know why am I going getting up? Why am I? doing this work like what for like mm. you know like and I, I guess that's kind of it and you know um conflict in my head my thoughts telling me one thing and you kind of find that you kind of don't know if i don't know how I don't know how much i want to go into it but, you know you, in those thoughts you kind of find a peace in it oh like mm. I, I i don't know if i want to go into depth with that but maybe another point sort of thing but mm. you know this the suicidal thoughts are kind of like oh yeah well you know that's it, 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 it it's hard for me to even really speak about but yeah well I, I think you know not to to self-aggrandize myself by saying this but right i've literally been trying to put my own feelings about it into words mm-hmm. for months now it's hard i and i'm i'd like to believe that i'm as candid as you'll find anyone to talk mm-hmm. about mental health and the things that i've experienced and you know the goods and bads of it and it is such a difficult subject to speak about. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it's interesting because I, I'm not even going to say I suffer with it, mm-hmm. but I learned the phrase uh, passive suicidal ideation. Right. And basically the difference, so suicidal ideation is is thinking about killing yourself. That's it. It's the idolization of it and like yeah. having the peace in that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but there's a difference between passive and active. And I was, is, I was never active. Well, that's it. Yeah, right? yeah. So active is actually going out of your way to tie up loose ends, to think about how you do it and all that stuff. That is, right? That's scary. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, passive um, suicidal ideation, though, is, is just thinking about it. Interesting. And I struggled with it because I... I've in the writing that I put out I was like if it's been two days and I've not thought about it that's quite rare right that's just how I am yeah but it just seems to be that it's like it's an intrusive thought and I deal with it because it says to me something is not right with my life I need to do something and that's it that's why and actually since I've been back in Jersey I really haven't had those thoughts at all because Mm. I've been around my family and we've it's all been it's it's all been you know like nice yeah of course and um yeah as i said as but but as i say in my new song if, if i'm doing far and the wise death on my mind it's like you know mm. I, I don't know it's a hundred percent that's like if I'm doing, basically what i've just I'm doing far, yeah if i'm doing far <laughs> and the wise death on my mind if yeah. it, i'm losing time and why is peace hard to find yeah yeah you know it's like it's it, i don't know you know it, it's it's um 
and as I say, you know, you know, things can get better in a year, and you know, being around good people, even having this conversation now, this is I'm gonna leave today, and I'm gonna probably be feeling good, you know, mm. because like I've like connected with you, and mm -hmm. we've like we've done something that's cool, and it's just finding meaning in those things, mm. which I really believe will take your thoughts off those thoughts. Yeah, being busy is important. Like distracting yourself with stuff is important. Obviously, there's two sides to the coin of that. If you distract yourself completely, mm -hmm. when you're left to just being with yourself, that's when those thoughts come back quickly. You be have yourself. to become yes, comfortable yes, yes. with just being with those thoughts, which is like I'm saying. Exactly. For me, it's been like 10 years and I have these thoughts, mm -hmm. but like I was on the bus the other day just thinking about it. And it's like, it doesn't worry me. I don't think that it's going to go to anything, mm -hmm. but it just makes me think like, well, what? what is it that makes me feel like, yeah. you know, killing myself might be the thing that I should do? No, you know? no, a hundred percent. And like, I've got this, I, I, when I was, when I was in New York, actually, um, I was, I just, I went on a walk and I was, these thoughts were really strong in my mm. mind. I, I've got this, I just took this photo, which I'm going to get printed massive. I'm going to call it suicide, the, 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 um, the photo of it. Mm. And yeah, it's, it, it's just kind of like, it's just I, I I don't really know why you know I don't I don't I don't know why you get that and stuff mm. and then it's from the half an hour later I was just, I was just like why was I thinking like that like, yeah, that's crazy yeah. and I I just think like our minds are so complex and it's you know you can be thinking like that and then the next minute you can be over the over the world you know well so it's a bit pseudosciencey because it this is something that I feel like I've come to my own conclusions about and it might be that there's a better explanation but right. you know. Thoughts about suicide, passive suicidal ideation is a set of intrusive thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Thoughts that just come into your brain, like, you don't necessarily like them, yeah, right? Yeah, they're just intrusive, yeah, intrusive, yeah. So, so you drive, right? Yeah, yeah, I drive. Do you yeah, remember yeah. the first time that you went out in a car, like in a driving lesson, mm -hmm. and you're driving and there's traffic coming towards you on the other side of the road, and you, th you have these thoughts like, fuck, I could just turn the car. I yes. could just, I could just of crash course. the car right now. Of course, like, I, like, yes, I know what you mean, yeah. and, and those impulsive, those, in, in, for example, impulsive um, thoughts happen the whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh, I just want to like stamp on this guy's foot right now. I just want, <laughs> I just want to like punch this guy in the face. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. I just want to like. You know, but, like, but it's always things that you know are wrong. Yeah. You're not like, God, oh, this will make me feel really good. Like, why is it? And, you, and the difference between someone who's going to have a leave a life of prison and stuff is just being able to, being able to control those thoughts and learning how to control yeah. them. And well, yeah, I agree with that if it feels like, oh, I, I feel like I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like when, because I remember those feelings really strongly. Right? I was driving a car for the first time and being like, this is terrifying. Like, I could just ruin lives right now. No, 100%. <laughs> and then in my head, it was like, okay, well, why am I thinking that? And it was just my brain going like, here is the nuclear option for going, do not do this. Yes, maybe that's because it. Because you know okay. that it's going to lead to something terrible. I think, I think that's what it is. Maybe it's like your brain telling you, just like giving you like, just don't do this. Make sure you don't. Yeah. Make sure you don't do that because this this is what's going to happen. And I think that's what it is. Yeah, really. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's it like I say it's the the hardcore option that's just going to scare you into not doing it. But it um, doesn't tell you that that's what it's doing, right? Your brain, yeah. kind of like working against you. It's, it's hard to process these thoughts. Yeah, and that's what I think this passive suicidal ideation is is basically just saying like, look, you're in a state where you're not happy. Mm -hmm. Imagine, you know. If you if you killed yourself, would would that make the situation better? It would absolutely kind of takes you back fuck it up. Yeah, it would, make, it, would it would absolutely fuck. And it. it's the most severe way of looking at it. But it also, I honestly believe, like it has helped me to look at myself and go, well, hey, what is it about my life I'm unhappy about? And that's what it. can I yeah. change? 
what is just a part of life and sometimes it's like maybe i just need to back out of my social circles for a bit yeah. i need a bit of time to myself yeah that's it and it's it's fine and i think the thing that i worry about is how many people deal with those thoughts and don't realize or just think oh my god i'm thinking about suicide that's the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. and i'm going to bottle that up and i'm not going to talk to anyone you've about it you've got to talk about it you've got to explain your feelings to people whatever you feel and that like like as soon as you start bottling things up and you don't tell people it's always going to be better when, once you tell someone about, you know, something that you've been going through or whatever, whatever it is, you know, mm. if it's suicide, if it's, you know, whatever it is, as long as you, as, as long as you can explain it to someone like you if you've got parents, or if you've got a good friend, that's going to make you feel so much better just to like, explain how you're feeling. Mm. So important. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Massively. Um, Right, let's try and end this on a more positive note then. So. <laughs> sound, sound, sound. <laughs> I, get, so, I get that, I get that. What, what, can we, what can we do to wrap this up then on a high? On a high? Um, I, mean, I mean, I think you have to tell me. <laughs> um, right, so... You can't end it like that though. You can't no, end it like that. No, for sure, that for sure. Be fair to people. No, 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 no. Cool, no. that was fun, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give them some reality, but also let's give them something. Yeah, nice. yeah, a little bit more lighthearted. Um, so finishing uni soon. Mm-hmm. I I guess even just going like you had six months of normal uni. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which for so many people of like the people I went to school with, and I went right. to uni with, we just accept it it's like that's just what you go is, you, you yeah. go to uni for three years you have a good experience then you, you leave sure you take for granted that without the social element it's all mm-hmm. it's all fucked right it is yeah so you've experienced that but at the same time you're not here three years later being like yeah it was the worst experience of my life I'm yeah sorry. yeah you found a way to make that situation work for you, yeah, hundred percent. And you just got, you just kind of, kind of got to look at it like, yeah, maybe it wasn't the best experience, but thank God I'm not living in the eighteen hundred where <laughs> I couldn't, you know, I, I like, I don't even know, like terrible things could happen, you know. I of like, course, yeah, yeah. so like, you just kind of, kind of got to put it into perspective and just be mm. like, you know what, maybe it wasn't ideal, but you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, you know. I've got parents, I've got, you know, I've got people who love me, yeah. So, and I think the the takeaway for me is university itself will not be the thing that gives you happiness no for it sure. is a medium through which you can develop it 100%. all comes back to yourself going out. if you want to do something with your life you've got to put right. the effort into it it's got yeah it's got it's, it's uh, that's it if you want to do something you've got you've got to fight hard and you, actually uh, funny you said that cause i remember i, I remember then if you're going to remember this but i shared this tyson fury post ages ago do you remember that mm. and he was like he was he was in vegas or something in a hot tub oh, and he was saying yeah, oh yeah. i could i could be like my life's so sweet right now but actually yeah. i'm getting battered every day my legs hurt mm. and that's it that's what it is you know it's mm. just you just got just got to work hard for it and just, just kind of appreciate the um hardship and the grind and yeah you've got to go for it university will be a medium or anything to to where you can find yourself if you can you can you can waste your three years you can just you know party and do no work but well, that's really it. that's just gonna that's just gonna leave you feeling confused mm. or what i've done i've just grinded what what i'm taking away from what you're saying is there there is value in investing in yourself mm-hmm. and doing what you want to do yeah and recognizing when you've got a good support network Mm -hmm. it's like use that it's amazing don't just be like i've got family and friends who love me Mm -hmm. okay 
well, you know, put yourself out there and mm-hmm. know that if, you know, you're going to struggle because you're you're putting yourself out there, yeah. you're going to have people there to catch you exactly. if, if you slip. Exactly. I feel like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, life is all about balance. And, you know, if you can, you want to, you want to, you want to work hard, but you also want to work on other things in your life as well. And I feel like the more balanced your life is, the probably more happy you're going to be, mm. if I'm going to be honest with you, you mm. know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a very big believer in that because... Right now, my life is very balanced, and right now, I'm probably the happiest I've been. Nice. Maybe, maybe, honestly, I'm, I think maybe that's the well, case. Happiest until you get happier. I, I'm sure, <laughs> for, for sure, or until I hit a roadblock and it all goes downhill. Okay. Well, it's, it's peaks and troughs, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's it. It's, and it's, and I'm, I'm, I'll embrace every peak and trough. Absolutely. I think it's, for me, it's always been recognizing, oh, okay, I'm in a low. Yeah. But that's fine. Every low I've ever had. I've come out of it and I hit a high yeah. and the highs are only highs because they don't stay there forever. We we really are um, soldiers of our own, you know, of our own worlds. You know, mm. we're, we're, our, we're our fighters, we're our box. You know, I don't even know. We're, we're warriors really, <laughs> you know, it, yeah. for, for yeah, sure. You've got yeah. to push forwards. Right. What is the best way for people to find you, follow you, keep up to date with what you're doing? Perfect. The best way to, um, to, find me so like my, my music name or people would know me f- from skywalker um youtube dollar sign capital capital k capital y and then just walker so skywalker with a dollar sign on spotify soundcloud apple music amazon youtube instagram that's where to find me um skywalker baby on instagram um but i'm sure you can I'm sure you guys will find me yeah yeah it'll be attached in the um description but perfect yeah just yeah. Dollar sign Skywalker, capital K, how to write, and that's that's me. That's that's perfect, John. Straightforward. All right, Leg- legend. Well, thank you so much thanks for having the chat. Thanks for having me, man. Not a problem. Come on. I'm glad you exist. Is made independently by me, John Leo. You can stalk me on Instagram, where I often post photos of dogs, at John Leo, which is J O H N L I O T, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash I'm Glad Podcast where I rarely post anything at all. But you can get in contact there. Shout out to my mate Sizzlebird for providing the music for today's episode. Go check out the description for where you can find him and support his excellent chillstep violin tunes. And now, all that remains to be said, if you've made it this far to hear my voice, well, I'm glad you exist. <laughs>